Good morning, everyone. Today is Sunday, the 10th of September. We're reading from the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We are starting a new chapter, Into Action, Chapter 6. And we're going to be reading page 72, going through midway through page 73, starting and including the paragraph, The Inconsistency is Made Worse. Um, our reader today is Russ M., and he will follow his, or after the, our reader today is, um, who's reading today is Marietta, and then that'll be followed by a 20-minute share by Russ M. Um, so please, Marietta, go ahead. Chapter five, Into Action. Hi, my name is Marietta, Recovered Compulsive Eater in Virginia. Chapter six, Into Action. Having made a personal inventory. What shall we do about it? We have been trying to get a new attitude and a new relationship with our creator and to discover the obstacles in our path. We have admitted certain defects. We have ascertained in a rough way what the trouble is. We have put our finger on the weak items in our personality. Now these are about to be cast out. This requires action on our part which when completed will mean that we have admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being, the exact nature of our defects. This brings us to the fifth step. In the program of recovery mentioned in the preceding chapter, this is perhaps difficult, especially discussing our defects with another person. We think we've done well enough in admitting these things to ourselves. There is doubt about that. In actual practice, we usually find a solitary self-appraisal insufficient. Many of us thought it necessary to go much further. We will be more reconciled in discussing ourselves with another person when we see good reason why we should to do so. The best reason first is if we skip this vital step, we may not overcome drinking. Time after time, newcomers have tried to keep to themselves certain facts about their lives, trying to avoid the humbling experience. They have tried to an easier method. Almost inevitably, they got drunk. Having preserved, persevered with the rest of the program, they wonder why they fell. We think the reason is that they never completed their house cleaning. They took inventory, all right, but hung on to some of the worst items in stock. They only thought they had lost their ego, egoism and fear. They only thought they had humbled themselves, but they had not learned enough of humility, fearlessness, and honesty in the sense we find it necessary until they told someone else all their life story. More than most people, the alcoholic leads a double life. He is very much the actor. To the outside world, he presents his stage character. This is the one he likes his fellows to see. He wants to enjoy a certain reputation, but knows in his heart he doesn't deserve it. The inconsistency is made worse by the things he does on his sprees. Coming to his senses, 
He is revolted at certain episodes he vaguely remembers. These memories are nightmares. He trembles to think that someone might have observed him. As fast as he can, he pushes these memories far in, inside himself. He hopes they will never see the light of day. He is under constant fear and tension. That makes for more drinking, and I pass. Thank, Thank you very much, Marietta. Appreciate you. And um, sharing today um, is Russ M. Russ, you have the floor. All right. Good morning, everybody. Russ M., recovered compulsive overeater. Uh, through the grace of God, I got about you know, six, six and a half years I'm clean. Um, first off, I just want to thank Kim G. Kim is like, this one here helped me when I, when I first came in. You know, uh, some of her shares, I, I'm ready to binge it. I would hear Kim share and you know, it would really help me get on track. One of my, uh, uh, I guess, sisters in program, you know, you really helped me out a ton. I just want to tell you that. And it's a privilege to be here. But uh, the reason why I'm here is I, I'm a junkie. I mean, I'm an addict. It's just what it is. I mean, I, I and I spent a lot of time, money, and all kind of things trying to figure it out. And now I'm at the point, being free here, I have a little bit of a queer head, that it really didn't matter how it was. You know, I'm wired this way. And uh, I did pretty much everything. All the diet plans, the pills, uh, you know, all kind of training programs. And it, it, it was pretty much since I was about eight years old, seven, eight years old. Uh, you know, I, I connected to, you know, I was molested as a young kid at seven years old, but I think I still was, <laughs> I still, I think I was still wired as an addict. I, you know, I don't want to put excuses on it. When I, when I first was in program, I got asked to, to qualify and share. I would always say, you know, my dad was an alcoholic. My grandpops both were alcoholics. Addiction ran in our family. I was always looking to blame something, but I think I'm just wired this way. This is who I am. You know, I'm a, I'm an addict, and it was normal to me. That's what I thought normal was, was uh, you know, uh, having to get a hit. The, the the bare minimum raw bare bones of it is that even as a kid, I knew I had to get numb. Because I, I I had pressure behind me, whether whatever it may, may have been, school, sports, friendships, relationships, I always had this pressure on my back. You know, hey, we're the Italian family, right? I'm the I'm the youngest, the only male in the family. I got to pass the name on. Yeah, I can remember like eight years old, nine years old, feeling this pressure. I would eat over. Yeah, and uh, I always felt good. And, you know, some people say nine seconds, but sometimes I would eat so much that I'd be screwed up for the day. And I had periods of just like the man of 30, you know, I had periods of sobriety where I would have four or five years clean in shape, working out, doing, you know, every, everything that goes with you think you got it licked. And every time I would say, I got it, it would be a worse couple of years of binging. And this was my life up and down. So, uh, finally, you know, to make it real short, so I, I don't tear, take up the whole thing with the story. Um, you know, I was married to my, I'm married to my best friend. And, uh, when she said, yo, dude, you know, you're out of hand, 
things are upside down. You ain't treating us right, me and the kids. Uh, we're going to be out if you don't do something. And, uh, yeah, I got I got scared and I, I had been snooping around the 12 step program for about five years. If you want the truth, I would listen to podcasts and I just, not, there's a meeting 5.5 miles from my office every Tuesday. I'm gone. I'm gone. And I never went, I would pass and roll out, you know, just never went. But when my wife said, yo, you know, this, the thing stole relationships from me. This disease stole relationships from me, stole money. It stole like activities as a kid. I loved baseball. I was a nice hitter. I could hit, but I, I think I got the uh, the league uh, award for getting thrown out from right and center field at first because I was slow and I was heavy. It, it robbed me of memories. And uh, But when it got in the middle of my family, I knew I had to do something. It was time. It was a rock bottom. And, uh, you know, my Abby came to me about eight, eight years prior to my getting in the program. And I thought he was full baloney, but he was right. And I had to be at the rock bottom to, to accept it, to be able to hear it, to have an open mind enough. You know, I was losing everything. And then I just, I heard that, I heard about this big book, man. And it just, it just worked on my soul. And I worked the steps and I was scared as, <laughs> actually i was a big wimp going through it and my, you know craig f is my sponsor and he would whack me you know kick me in the, in the tail and say look let's go and he walked me through it and so it, it, that's why i'm free that's why i'm free and i got to continue to do it every day this is like i can't veer from it because you know i'm russ i'm the chiropractor i know this i know that if i if i get cute and i start teetering to the left a little to the right a little bit i'll be i'll be jacked up again and i'll lose everything that i have today and let me say this to you let me just i want to share a couple miracles then i'll get into this and if i didn't do this like you know this reading here getting truthful doing this inventory take doing the fifth step speaking it if i didn't take that step and i was so scared to do this very scared i wouldn't have what i have today Today, me and my wife, we work at it. You know, we still argue. It's the same. You know, it's like you're, but there's an understanding. Like we're working toward with each other now. We have our our kids. We have a band with our kids. We play music with our kids. My kids didn't want to talk to me. I stole from my children. I stole from my kids. Now I'm like kite with all of them. Like it's I these relations. My mother in law, she wanted to get rid of me many years ago. We still hit heads, but we're tight. My mom, a lot of the, the relationships are, are this. I would never be here. Through the grace of God and this program, I'm where I'm at. And that's not bullshit. Excuse my language. That's just it's not. It's not. It's the only thing that changed. Only thing that changed. I had to be so beat up, battered, and just done. The white flag thing that I had to accept help or I was dead. I was dead. And throughout these recovery years, these years I'm in recovery. There's so many trials, so many things that that could have put me away, could have killed me from a heart attack or if I ate or I got, but you know, we worked the steps around them. I got Craig, I got Charles, I got Harlan, I got Larry, I got all these good men around me that helped me 
know, uh, what do you call that when you're in a ship? You know, you navigate. I navigate through these things. It's through the grace of God. They're showing me God. So, all right. That's the gist of it. You know, I'm free because of God's grace and mercy. That's it. So in the action, right? This We take the inventory. Who wants to do that? Do that, right? I'm Catholic. I go to confession. I try to go once a week, right? Yeah, it's great. It's great inventory. But, you know, I'm saying what I'm saying. The priest don't know what I'm saying. You understand? He doesn't know the deepness of me. I've tried everything. I did retreats. I did all everything. I could never get free. Until I had to write these things down, the deepest secrets, the things that were in, in me, way in me, that actually when I started writing, I didn't realize that there were these certain things were in me. You know, when you get writing, it, it gets a little raw, you know, it starts flowing. Well, at least for me, it does. It, and I didn't realize I had these things. And it's like just the inventory, not now, let's say that's step four. Then we go to step five, speaking it. Man, I was so nervous. I said, oh, man, you know, this sex inventory, this, I, I resented this guy. I beat this guy for money, you know, all these different things. I'm afraid and, you know, I'm talking with Craig and we're reviewing it. And he said, oh, you did that too? Oh, okay, that's good. All right, yeah, great. All right, that's good work. I'm like, wait, what? You know, I'm not the only one. I'm so self-centered. And I think I'm the only one that did something bad. I'm the only one that did something good. It's all my fault. Nobody had any pride. My pride was in there. If I if I didn't do this step the way it was mapped out here, just like this says, if that inventory ain't right, you're going to drink again. I'm going to eat again. It's thorough. And, you know, I, I, I love this book. I love this book. I love the steps. I love the fifth step. You know, there's things that get on my back. These things, you know, to, when it, you know, it, what's he say over here on 73 about, you know, I'm acting. I'm acting. And my character tra uh, defects are still kicking up, right? I'm thinking like, yo, I went through this. This, You know, I gave this thing away. How come they're still there? But that's where the 10th step comes in and frees me of that. And sometimes, boy, whoo. And that's like a microcosm. Of, you know, the 10th step is a microcosm of all, all those steps up to that so what my point is it's not over you know i was a miraculously healed and i could stay in there and say no character defect man you know like i i don't it's still there it's still there and i have to do these inventories so this fifth step being truthful being honest deep, looking at yourself for on a real like in the hood we say the real tip like look at yourself in a real like be for real no BS, no sun, sunny glare. Doesn't mean chop yourself up. But, you know, I deal with anger. I deal with je jealousy. I deal with pride. Now, I have to discern is it is a pride from my family. Like, I have a little issue with our band. It's getting ugly. You know, it's my family against another family. Like, you know, we're not supposed to be doing this. Is it my pride? Am I doing the right thing or being spiteful? I use a 10-step this inventory like trying to you know i gotta see where it's my where there's a part i have a part in this that created this crap in life whatever it may be and what can i do to 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 uh amend correct or straighten it out straighten it out from my side i don't know what other people the other people reactions want to be i only know that i gotta make right what i gotta make right and it all starts with the, the really it does to me it starts with the fifth step because this plants the foundation 
of being truthful and honest to yourself, with yourself, to get to the root of what the hell is going on. It starts in giving this away to someone and speaking it to someone. It trains us. Taking that, that fifth step trains us to be able to do this in a tenth step. That it's second nature. But it's hard. You know, and, you know, what I was getting at with confession, like, you know, I kind of equated that to, like, giving away a fifth step every week, you know. But I ate for 40 years. I went to confession every week. I'm not knocking my faith. I'm saying it, in some ways there was a defense mechanism from me that made it surface level. Get in and get out. I got hit. Now nah, I got my grace. I'm good for the week. Let me go sin. You know, <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't like so deep at the core, at the cellular level that, okay, that might be much, but you understand what I'm saying. It was so deep that um, – it just showed me who the heck I was. And there's some good traits, and I could be proud of that. And there's some real crappy traits that I got to improve, that I have to straighten out. Like, you know, this is not just, I don't know. I can't connect it all. I'm not, a, I'm not like a, like the, the, the big book scholar or this. I'm a junkie, and I know I got free. And I know the only thing that I did different was work these steps the way they were laid out in this book. That's, that's all I know. You know, I, my point is I had, I had to do the work. I had to do the work, and I had to be truthful. Now, I think I'm a pretty good guy. Like, I have best interests of everybody else a lot of times. Like, I think like that's where my mind is. But I also do get a little hit from that, too. So what my, my, my point is it could be false humility. Am I being humble? Am I trying to do the right thing, or am I trying to do the right thing because it looks good? You know, am I am I am I am I doing it with the right intention? And uh, you know, I didn't never saw that. I never saw that. Like nobody could be as you know into the Lord as me. You know, that's the way that was my mentality. That was my mentality, and it, I meant it in, in, innocently, not like like they ain't like me. They're not like me and my family. And then I just. You know, you work out the fifth step and you say, whoa, maybe they don't want to be as holy as me. You know what I mean? Maybe they don't want to be as tight with the Lord as me because, you know, I'm pretty jacked up. So this is about humility. And there is something, I, you know, I don't know the neurological type thing, but there's something in saying it. There's something in getting it out and sharing it with somebody. And if if it wasn't that way, this step wouldn't be this way in the book. If we didn't have to speak it to somebody, there wouldn't be a fifth step. You, you understand what I'm saying? Like, if, if we didn't have to do the inventory, there wouldn't be a fourth step. If we didn't have to do, you know, share it with somebody, there wouldn't have to be a fifth step. So they're there because it works. It's, it's you know, it's mapped out that way. It's, you've got to do it. And, and uh, trust. Okay. Uh, I hope the horse is not that dead. Um, I just know if I'm not utilizing what's going on here, I'm, I'm going to have problems, and people and the people around me are going to have problems too. You know, my 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 relationships are going to suffer. I can't believe I'm the life I'm living right now. Never imagined it. I thought I was dying. I thought I was going to be dead. I didn't think I you know, really. I I was moving to you know like a 
and I'm walking down the train tracks and I could see the, the trolley coming. That's what I thought of my life. You know, I never thought that I, I'd be living living the way I'm living now. Being able to do regular things now without freaking out. I mean, I'd have my moments. My wife would tell you, you know, you still, you know, you, you stub your toe. You don't need to spend three weeks in the hospital. Let's go. Like, you know, like, I still have those type of moments. But, you know, I'm a work in progress. And you got to, I got to keep doing this, you know. my I'll tell you what my frustration is, if, if we want to be real, is that, I pray and I ask, Lord, please remove, you know, seven-step prayer. Remove these defects. Like, I want them gone yesterday. Like, I'm tired of battling you. But it's not in my time. It's not in my time. And uh, I have to be patient. I have to have I have to have a little humility towards God, too. You know, sometimes I think, you know, I could push him around. Like, I'm some kind of mob boss. So, you know, I sh Yo, you do what I say. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't work like that. It's in God and God's time. And uh, I know one thing, if we don't do this inventory as detailed as, as we were supposed to, we're going to be jacked up in the food again. And this is where not, I'm not saying this as, as like, I'm a pro. I'm just saying the guys I've worked with in the past, the stumbling blocks that I've seen are four and five and 12. And, uh, you know, we have to do these four and five to get free. Um, I'd be scared not to do 12, the 12 step. It's not to sponsor, do service or be involved because my, my program will be in the tubes without them down the tubes. So that's the gist of it. You know, I just got to be, got to work the steps the way it's mapped out. And I got to be for real. I can't, I can't BS myself with, with this, with this giving it away. The inventory and giving it away, speaking it to someone. So thanks for letting me share. Appreciate you all.